We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. It is time for the biz. Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. Good to see you guys today. We have Chad and Rizzo with me today and we are going to be discussing um, some pretty fun topics today. Uh, We went over this earlier, me and Rizzo and uh, Chad, and we got the first topic today being um, the NA Regional that just happened. Uh, You know, the first... um, you know, part First of it. Half of it. Yeah. So uh, the playoffs are this weekend. You guys can watch that twitch.tv slash Rocket League. And uh, I forgot the other, the B stream. I don't Are they even doing a B stream for it? Uh, For the second half of it? Yeah. Playoffs. Yeah, they'll, they'll be B stream games for that. Okay. So yeah, they'll be they're still games. like, it's still the breast of the bracket in there. <sighs> yeah. We got to get the B stream some love chat because uh, I think Rizzo literally had double the B streams viewers. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh yeah rizzo rizzo was basically the b stream so my watch my watch party was the b stream. yeah so um yeah but anyway we have some we have some cool stuff to talk about with the regionals uh mainly the reason we're bringing it up is because there is some drama related to last week that kind of transitions over to now if you guys remember from last episode we briefly discussed the na versus eu uh rivalry little thing we talked about rettles we talked about scrub we talked about all those uh, little shenanigans on Twitter. And um, 
you know, before we get too into it, let's just talk about the regionals, talk about how it went, and then we can that way we can give you guys the info on it, and then we'll discuss what happened afterwards. So, firstly, the regional happened on uh, Saturday was the first day. Um, on the first day, uh, most of the teams made it through. NV and G two made it through, and they didn't have to play the next day. Uh, I'm I'm talking about specifically the top four right now. Uh, NRG and SSG both uh, both of us fell to the lower bracket round one. Um, SSG lost to Rogue, was it? No, V1. They lost to V1, mm-hmm. and we lost yeah. to um, Ghost. Dude, oh yeah, Ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I got okay. you. Yeah, I almost forgot that. <laughs> Not gonna lie. So uh, yeah, two of the top NA teams falling early. Uh, not a good showing for NA in terms of the NA versus EU rivalry uh, at all there. And, uh, you know, let's just go into that right now. Let's talk about, you know, I don't know if you saw, uh, Chad saw all this stuff either, but I just wanted to kind of express well, okay. it Well, okay, to be fair about the whole NA versus EU thing, this is specifically Rettles. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> this is Rettles about all the shit he talked last week, and then he lost to V1, and then people, I don't remember who it was specifically, I think it was like, it was somebody on BDS, I think it was extra, maybe. But uh, regardless, they were just like, maybe you should be focusing on your own region or something like that. And Rettles used it as like an excuse to be, or an excuse or whatever. Maybe he took a shot as just saying, oh, that just proves how much depth an NA actually has. <laughs> like just five-heading it, you know? He was just like, well, actually, we lost because all the teams are good at NA. Whereas yeah, that, nobody that can be BDS, so he, I don't know, he kind of like switched it back on. I was like, well, I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, literally, he, they literally lost. I, I literally tweeted it saying like, this man has full confidence, like tweeting after that, like straight after the L, just talking about, you know, EU still worse, even though we lost. He didn't even yeah, care. He, oh, he, yeah. He tweeted something along the lines of like, ah, uh, like we dropped, we dropped the series, like shouldn't have played like EU basically. Yeah, I can yeah. read it right here. His tweet. After he loses. Wait. Oh, wait. My bad. No, that's the wrong one. Uh, oh, here it is. GG's V1. Can't perform like EU and expect to be NA teams. Lower yep. bracket starts tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. That's, <laughs> that's what we were talking about. That's the trash talk we were talking about last week. Like, that's yeah. exactly what we need to see, you know? Uh, I mean, he's still confident in his trash talk, I guess. Probably mm-hmm. took a little bit of a hit, but. Yeah, um, so I mean that's that's basically summarizing it. Uh, Rettles, you know, going uh, going full haywire mode. Uh, energy SG fell early on in the bracket. Um, let's talk about what this means for the rest of the tournament, you know, because that means that there's going to be a pretty nutty matchup uh, early on in the playoffs. Uh, I think we might play you or um... yeah. So the way this the way uh, energy and SSG losing affects like us i guess as g2 um is if we lose our next match which is versus united we're in quarters um if we lose versus united we go straight into energy which is which is for a a top 12 spot i'm pretty sure yeah that's pretty that's pretty insane it's not even like a top yeah so gotta hope we don't lose but besides, besides that uh guaranteed in the loser semis it's either energy versus ssg or if we lose it could be us versus ssg if we beat Mm -hmm. energy after that so it's like guaranteed one team is out before or i mean one team is actually going to get top 12 probably right oh no no, one of the top four no no that's not guaranteed but one should get top eight like one one of the top four is not getting top four i'm pretty sure 
Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think it's possible not to. Yeah, because we, we two two of them in the lower makes it so they can't go through. Yeah, um, like at least one of us is not gonna make it. Um. So yeah, that that I think gives. I forgot which team I was looking at the bracket. I think it was like Rogue actually has like a pretty nice bracket run, um, all the way to the finals. Like if they make it through. Uh, okay. for, I was looking at it earlier. I don't know if you have it with you right now, but um, I probably should have pulled no, it up. Try to pull it up quick. Yeah, yeah, let me see if I can get the bracket. Yeah, it's a uh, well. Ro- it's Rogue, uh, Rogan v one, and then if Rogue wins, then they'll play us if we win. So it's like that grouping is v one Rogue, and then G two United. Wait, Actually, you know, you know what I think you saw was Envy. Envy has the run. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It is Envy. Yeah. Envy. Envy has a nice has the nice side of the bracket. Yeah, I was looking at. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, Envy side of the bracket is uh, Ghost versus Alpine, and then Envy versus Pittsburgh Knights. PK. So. Wow. Yeah, they got PK Ghost Alpine, and then dude, the top side is is so stacked. Because yeah. the loser in the losers bracket as well goes to the top side from the NRG and SSG. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, kind of lucky with that one, but yeah, that's kind of sweaty. Um, dude, that's nuts. Okay, yeah, so the, I mean, the tournament's gonna be kind of hectic. Um, I think that's know. kind of expected though. If you have like, I don't, I still, I hate this format. Like, I try not to complain about formats, but this one is so bad in comparison to what the Swiss was. Like, I don't, I hate that they actually went away from the Swiss. What format. What are the differences so we can tell everyone? Okay, so, I mean, this one specifically is, what they did is they found the top 24 teams, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 24 teams. Uh, 12 auto Top 24 teams, right. So, 24 teams, and they just, with seeding, they just put them into a double elimination bracket. And that's the format. Yeah. Is it? There's How no, seeding like... determined? Seeding was determined through the, the... Well, uh, yeah, last season's RLCS and last season's grid. Or last split. Last yeah. split's RLCS stuff and last split's grid stuff. Mm-hmm. So we got like fourth seed or something like that. Uh, through that specifically. Yeah. So I mean, the seeding... I mean, I guess the seeding doesn't even matter because yeah, of no. what, what ended up happening this weekend, so... <laughs> yeah, us us and SSG both losing on day one is pretty bad. Uh, that's not it's not gonna make the tournament too easy for anyone. This is the whole flow of the tournament. Yeah. Um, and you so. know, another thing is the peeps are already out as well. Are they really? Yeah, the peeps lost to Sonics in the lower lower bracket, so they're not in it. They oh got out at like top top twenty. I'm pretty sure. Jesus, I didn't even know that. That's yeah, crazy. And, and they were in they were in sixth for point. Oh my bad, they got thirteenth or sixteenth. So yeah, peeps peeps were uh peeps were like one of the teams that I considered to be like a come up team this season, like them v one and like uh yeah, like they would Rogue. stick around the top eight. Yeah, I would think them three would kind of be on the top eight, but that's that's kind of surprising to see them fall so short. But low key, like I'm I'm not gonna lie, the bubble teams that are like in NA, like they're just I feel like what happens in NA is like we we kind of scrim a lot against each other, right? A lot of the top teams scrim against each other, so they kind of learn yeah. each other's play styles. I think it's the bubble teams, like not not scrimming against them you don't really know how each person on the team plays because you don't play them too much and which is like a complete change of pace from what you're normally used to with rlcs teams like top rlcs teams so it kind of throws i think a lot of people don't respect those teams and they kind of throws them off guard um do you think like just because the lower team do do the i don't even know do the lower teams like scrim against other lower teams i'm, I'm assuming i don't it know works like i'm that. not gonna lie we don't really scrim too many lower teams and i feel like that's actually why like, i feel like we do better against teams that we scrim against more because we know how they play. Like, and then against teams yeah, that, that we never sense. scrim, we just 
we always feel super uncomfortable. And like, I, it's I've, even though it should be the same for both, but I feel like we rely on that a lot, especially because you know you just got you got you got to learn people's play styles in the scene. No, I feel like that's a pretty common thing. Yeah, I think everyone would struggle with that. I think bubble players are kind of also playing without anything to lose. You know, there's no pressure on their back. Well, right, yeah. yeah it's always up to the big teams, right, to like kind of hold their own and keep on proving that they like belong at like where everyone holds them to, right? Like you're talking about like top four teams, right? The, like these guys have have everything on the line, right? Literally, like a yeah. team like like Sonics, for example, man, like you know they're they're not one of regard as one of the top teams in na you know like people aren't really gonna pull for them when they go up against these bigger name teams that that are way more established and that have like better results it's that's i mean that's what makes it like the the upset right like that's why it's an upset because yeah. it, like no one expects it no one no one's actually pulling for it and then yeah you guys too talking about like not actually scrimming these guys for getting any experience against them it leaves that that margin for the unpredictability and and yeah like you said like they got nothing to lose they can only yeah. prove themselves in that match you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's like yeah i mean you, you nailed it <laughs> the straight up just nothing to lose i feel like it's so much mm -hmm. easier to just play like that in general yeah 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 like, oh, i'm expected to lose whatever who cares yeah you just go and not caring it's it's such a different mentality and like a mentality in rock league is huge because the game like there's it's not like league or like CS where there's strats like you set up like smokes before or something or in in league you everyone tries to rotate and push a minion wave at a certain time and then with the minion wave going in a direction you group up and stuff it's not like that and Rockley is just proactive constant just having to having to read your opponents and full speed gameplay and like you you can't really set up strats so uh, if you're just yeah. like pure confidence not thinking about anything as like a bubble team you probably can do pretty well in these tournaments. I feel like I feel like that's almost the next step in in like the highest level of Rocket League is actually having these kind of strats, right? Like you know the teams so well or the players so well on on the opposing teams that you kind of alter the play style, right? You you get players that play a lot together, right? You guys build your team chemistry, everyone's mechanically sound, and then like I feel like that's kind of the next step as far as the skill ceiling is. Um, now it's based on who you're playing, right? You alter your play style a little bit. You you tweak things here and there. And I think it's already a thing, right? Like yeah. I think it's already already something yeah. that happens. Like you know this team, when they get squeezed in the corners, right? Like they do something, right? They react a certain way and they're consistent with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I you learn tendencies probably, quite a bit. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. Tendencies. And I think that's what's really going to set teams apart going forward in Rock League. Because, I mean, it's not like the mechanical skill ceiling can go like that much higher. I think, it, you know, obviously it can go higher but i don't think it's going to be so significant i think it's going to be more so coming down to to like not i don't say game sense but sort of strategy, it kind of is game right? sense yeah game sense pretty much just summarizes and it. and altering yourself like based on who you're playing you know yeah yeah i mean mechanically the game has um it, it kind of skyrocketed pretty hard once like flip resets were added in and like everything kind of um you know that that patch changed a lot of mechanical stuff it made so much more things available to to everyone's cars and um you know the the ceiling is kind of getting closer and closer uh i think though like event now it's just like pure now it's like who who the best is turned by pure speed and like not making a mistake while you're going pure speed and at the same time being able to know where everyone is in the field like that's that's how that's what the game comes down to um, <laughs> sounds like you just named just about everything <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of, but like, you know, you don't want, you can't be going like, uh, like I remember back in the day, like when I'm talking about, like remember when Chow Set was popping off on the Fennec, 
That was, yeah. I feel like that was before people learn how to challenge, right? Nowadays, you literally could never do that. You could never do what Chowset did when the Finette came out because yeah, everyone was nowadays that, like, 2018 or something. Yeah, no one, no one knew how to challenge, and like people would play slower on purpose. Like now, it's like you have to be able to keep up in speed, otherwise you're gonna get completely dusted by everyone. Like that's what it usually yeah. feels like nowadays. Yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, you can't just dribble everyone anymore, like like the old days. Well, I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, speed, obviously, right? Like, you play a fast team, like, you gotta play fast. But what I like seeing, and I noticed, um, I think it was NRG, actually. I think it was, I think it was you guys. Um, I forget who you guys are, were playing, but they were, they were speedy. And I feel like uh, NRG wasn't really ready for that speed, necessarily. Like, it seemed like you guys were waking up still a little bit. But, like, once you guys started banging, right? I noticed you you would then bring the tempo of the game down a little bit, right? Because these guys were beating you just off speed, right? They were zooming around, like, beating everybody to the ball. And then you guys kind of, like, brought the tempo back in your favor. Like, I think controlling the game and, like, you can control... Because, you know, it's not necessarily just about being the fastest. You can control the tempo of the game. And that's, like, kind of how you can throw another team off. And I noticed... I, I think it was energy, And I don't remember who you guys were playing, unfortunately, but... You guys, uh, I remember seeing you guys like slow down a little bit, and it it really like it, it messed up their rotations. It, it just messed with their whole game, basically. Yeah, yeah. I be, we usually do that sometimes whenever we're like struggling to uh, find any opportunities. Like we'll literally just like dribble and fifty and play like play control, and then like when we find opportunities to challenge, like that's when we kind of go full speed. It's all it's kind of not like full speed twenty four seven. I guess in roughly, it's more like bursts of acceleration. Like when you need to. But it's like you mm-hmm. have to be fast when you're doing that, and you got to commit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of teams do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Where like if they're not finding the opportunity, they kind of slow down because either one they don't know what to do, or they're doing it like on purpose. They're just yeah. like, "Fuck, I'm getting beat to every ball. I don't know what to do." Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that, or they actually slow down on purpose and play more methodical. Um. So, I mean, outside of uh, you know, uh, energy and uh, SSG falling to lowers and all that stuff. Um. There was uh, some some Reddit drama. Some that. big news to this week. Some yeah. big news. <laughs> some Something some Reddit crazy drama. Oh man! And uh, you know, I feel like we should kind of go over the Reddit drama because I think it's kind of fun. Um, you know, I think uh, reading Reddit comments always gives me a good little <laughs> chuckle. Uh, you know, I think Rizzo probably let's let's first talk about the 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 Reddit post that was uh, brought up about us last week when we discussed EU. Um, you know, oh, okay. we, let's let's go from there, and then we'll switch over to the Reddit post talking about uh, you know the the illusion rule thing. Now that football is back in full swing, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all your great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word bet online your online sportsbook experts and 2020 has reshaped how we work businesses across the globe are trying to be more efficient than ever so when every hire is critical indeed is here to help indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other site helping you find quality candidates quickly indeed also gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring and you only pay for what you need you can pause your account anytime and there are no long-term contracts and now indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job 
job criteria. You can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visit Indeed each month, which is why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And now, let's get back to the podcast. So, last week they posted about us uh, on, on Reddit. And, um, you know, there was some controversy over, over our take on the NA versus EU and we were all kind of uh, put on blast, like, oh, these guys don't know anything about EU. And it was kind of funny reading the comments because, like, we claim in the video and in the clip where it's like, we don't watch EU. And then we give our comments right after saying, like, EU is trash, <laughs> uh, which was kind no, of that funny. Was that was you. That was you. I didn't, yeah, wait, you said it too. That was I did not you. say EU is trash. I would never say EU is trash. That is quote word for word. What oh, you come on. I don't watch EU, but EU is trash. Listen, 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 listen. I said that, but you said before you didn't say EU is trash specifically, but you were just like laughing in the sense that you knew EU is trash, but you didn't want to say it. That's what you did. So now you're trying to get out of it because you were just like, because you were just like sitting there like, like at EU, you know, you didn't want to say anything about it. Anyway. Sure, sure. Wait, I didn't even see this Reddit thread. Wait, were they they talking bad about me, bro? Do I need to like. Uh no, cause it's mainly just Sis Sis saying his his stuff and then I feel uh, like I was respectful of I ch- every reason. I chimed in. You know? Listen, well, should, like I play, 30, should I play the second forty five? Do you have it quick? I can I can get it really fast. Yeah. Yeah sure. Uh, hold on here. There we go. Okay. Citizen Rizzo on the NA versus EU controversy. I'll pull this up on the... Or can I even pull this up on the screen? I'll just play the audio. Because you guys don't need to hear see the see our faces. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here. There's been some drama going around lately in the scene. If you have been following up on Twitter and such, you would have seen it by now. If not, we'll give you guys a little lowdown. Um, you know, Rizzo, you want to go ahead and go through the tweets for everyone? Just to uh, uh, start it off. Yeah, I can give the quick rundown real quick. Yeah, we yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got Reynolds. Reynolds, what? We got Reynolds, who is an NA player for SSG. Oh, is it playing? Who does not it's know. playing. Oh, I was just playing. going through. Yeah, he's crying, laughing in this. And, and then wait, just to Ed give you even more background info, Reynolds has been known as like a kind of toxic play. Not like toxic, toxic, but you know, he'll banter. He's not really afraid to banter. Yeah, he, 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 he trash talks quite yeah. a bit. Let's go. Then there's a tweet at Johnny Boy sit like within the same thread. He says, "Johnny Boy, I beg you to run a best of seven with alternating servers." So he, where's all, where's all the part where we talk about? I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Na grinding really peak. Kind of go through and give our own. Uh, okay, here I found the part. I just so. fall asleep every time I try to watch. This. Yeah. You literally just said I fall asleep every time I try to watch <laughs> EU. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, but that's just true. That's not like hold on, not hold saying, on, like, hold on. Trash, no, but yeah. legit. Anytime I try to watch the really region, I just fall much. asleep. That's not like I'm, yeah. I'm not that's saying they're bad. I just think their gameplay is boring. Yeah. So, opinion, I have nobody and, uh, to root you know, for so either. About, that's that's well, another thing. This guy literally, this guy literally says, "I I don't follow you either, but when I do, I fall asleep watching their game." All right, well, that summarizes that. 
Listen, we're done with that. Move on. Let's go to the next topic. All right. Um. Anyway, and it's still better than you. Um. So, Aleutian, <laughs> there was some. There was some great. Let's have Rizzo discuss this because I know Rizzo is itching to talk about this. All right. All right. Oh yeah, I've been waiting for this one. I mean, I think me, my topic. me and Rizzo talked about this a little bit when we were doing the co-stream thing. <clears throat> yeah, we mentioned it a little bit. All right, so this is what happens. Peep, oh, I don't even remember who's verse now. I'm actually thinking about it. But anyway, Peeps were versus some team. Not sure who it was. But um, Illusion was in a rule 1-2, whatever you think it is. Doesn't matter. Illusion was in the rule 1 where the cars are gridlocked together. They can't move. You know, you don't break it because it's... It's the rules or whatever. It's and the, the rule, ball, dude. The ball comes rolling to him, and he breaks it, and he saves the ball. Now, keep in mind, nobody would ever think to do this in a million-dollar tournament. World's qualification on the line. Nobody would be so stupid as to break <laughs> this rule for a million dollars, right? Never, dude. Why would you so, do that? So, obviously... Point, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Like, RLCS points on the line, land qualification, millions of dollars, prize pool. Hey, they want, they want, they, these guys specifically actually don't have an org either. Um, so, you know, they might want an org to sign them. So, he broke it, the unforsaken rule. And uh, Reddit. You said Reddit so sassy. Like, Reddit? <laughs> and and let me rephrase. Some people on Reddit were not a fan of this. Obviously, most people do not give a shit. Most people do not care. But some people, they were pretty mad. Some people. What, should, I read, should I read some of these? I, saw, I, saw, I thought you were going to do I was waiting for you to read them. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to read them. Yeah, no, read them out. One person on Reddit. Uh, this is, you're right, the reaction to the gridlock. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious, first off, but personally, either commit to it or don't. No shame either way. I understand why people don't care. It is RLCS, and they scored. However, I do view it as poor sportsmanship. <laughs> so it's poor sportsmanship that he wants to win in this tournament. Okay. We're going to go down to the next one. It's the, quote, bump the gloves of Rocket League, or RL. If you're not going to commit, then just don't. But breaking it to save a goal is shameful. <laughs> Saving a goal is shameful in RLCS. <laughs> oh, man. You have your opponent unable to make a play for this team based on a gentleman's agreement while you do make the play when your team needs you. That's just unfair. Follow it through or break it as soon as you're locked in. Man spitting facts. Can't deny that. <laughs> true, true, true. Should have broke it as soon as it locked in. That is a fact. Oh, I will agree one. with that. Rule one's a joke. I mean, it is. It is. But regardless, last one, I think it's a bit scummy. I have no problem with breaking rule one in a professional setting, but if you handshake it initially and then break it, it's kind of <laughs> deceiving your opponent. That's like, oh dude, dude, the, the only thing you could say to that is like, dude, that's like saying you're not allowed to fake in Rocket League. Like, there's, that doesn't make any you're sense. You're deceiving. Well, yeah, you're deceiving. That's so mean. Oh, Why yeah, dude. Why would you deceive your opponents, Why would you deceive your opponents, dude? Let, let, me just share, nice. let me just share my take on this. Again, obviously, this is not everybody on the subreddit. This is a... Select few people that were handpicked. Actually, no, I, I will give credit to Nose Dude because he screenshotted this and I, I stole it from him. But Easy Nose Dude got the yeah, Nose Dude got the screenshot, and I'm reading yeah. it now. But dude, it is land qualification. These guys want an org. These guys don't have an org, so they need the money for winning a game. And then let's let's not even forget to mention land qualification has the money there as well. Million. Yeah. I, I don't know how much you can win from land, like three hundred thousand or something. I think if you win the land final event or some shit like that it's a lot 
It is a lot. So, like, how are you even thinking that this is deceiving your opponents? Do you want to win? Why would they not want to win? Why would you not make the play when your team needs you? What is the bump the gloves of Rocket League? What does that even mean? <laughs> a gentleman's agreement, dude. What do you mean? I just, when I see stuff like this, it just blows my mind that, like, games they, they exist. Take, like, I don't, I, listen, I don't go outside. Take a step back, <laughs> go outside, go for a walk or something. I just got, I feel like I have to say it. Cause, like, dude, gain some no. perspective on what's going on in this entire tournament, yeah. man. And like these people have no idea like what's going on like on the on those team in those teams heads right like and we all know like these people clearly don't but we all know that anyone that actually locks into that and commits to that they're waiting waiting to get out and make the save it's not there's no gentleman's agreement they're like as long as this isn't hurting us some some I'm people not, like, some I'm people will fully this. lock if it's like middle of the field yeah some people will just fully lock and they'll say yeah. it's a 2v2 go for it but like illusion was legit in front of his net and the ball came rolling to him if he right did not break him. that my mind would have been so blown that illusion yeah, did not no, break yeah. like no shot you know as soon yeah. as that is it becomes a disadvantage for your team you are breaking it and like making the play and i think probably any player on any of these top teams could agree to that if Dude, it was yeah, like you better grid, save that 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, you're not. If it's like, like the yeah. grid or something smaller, yeah. small turn. If it's RLCS, dude, I 100 percent expect. 100 yeah, dude. This is this is the big tourney, man. Like this is this is where the money's made. This is where careers yeah. are made. Like, pff, come on. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's he's locked by his net. There's no reason he shouldn't. Like people will do that and they'll lock away from the net, and it's like fine for both teams. Then then it's just a two v two. But like, he's literally like planted right in front of his net. It's literally a disgrace if he doesn't save that. It'd be it'd be unsportsmanlike if he didn't save it, cause that's just stupid. Yeah, I think actually, throwing. actually, I think he's in the situation where he loses either way. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> literally, because if he if he doesn't break it, they're like, oh my god, why would he not save that? And then obviously, if he does, he's gonna get stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like some people would be like, oh, respect, respect. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. There's no respect. It's just stupid. You shouldn't do that. You should 100 break that rule. One's a dumb rule. It shouldn't even be a rule. People should be able to break it all the time. And no one should even react to people breaking it because it's a stupid rule. Yeah, I don't like. I sometimes do it in ranks. Sometimes yeah, I'll do it when I when I don't feel like playing the game. That's yeah, what exactly. When I don't feel, do I'm just like, oh, whatever. I'll put the controller down. I guess yeah. I'll do it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of nice actually. It's kind of nice because then you can yeah, AFK you play. Yeah, and then but if, if you lose, you can't blame me. Somebody doesn't want to do it. I don't understand. So many people freak out when somebody breaks it. Like, oh my god. What? No respect. Ridiculous. So, like, they just go crazy. Like Twitch. If you see like. On uh, imagine Squishy's stream, he's just streaming, he's playing. Somebody locks them and he breaks it. That what? No, what? Squishy, why? Squishy, I hate you now. Unsub, see you later. Unsub, yeah. I can't believe you do this. It's like, dude, probably just wants to play the game. His queue time was like five minutes, man. Yeah. Just let him. Have <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I think that kind of uh, summarizes the Reddit drama. Um, you know, shout out Reddit for always keeping us entertained and giving us a good laugh every now and then, you know, no matter how dumb you guys are, we'll always love you, you know? So, um, you know, next some up, of, don't say, don't say all of them, say some of them. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, there's always everybody. some bad apples, you know, you even, even the always bad apples, bad apples, even the bad apples are lovable. You know, they make they give us, yeah, uh, exactly. They give us the content. Yeah. I mean, there, there wouldn't be a reason for a down vote if there weren't some bad apples. Okay. True. So, um, you know, next up on the biz is uh, the other Rocket League regions. 
And, um, you know, I, I kind of brought this up because I kept, you know, I, I, every time I'm on Twitter, every time I brought them through, I'll see, you know, Ahmed tweet, I'll see Senzo, I'll see, you know, any of those tweets. And it's always them uh, not being able to, and for, for anyone that doesn't know, if you guys don't know Ahmed and Senzo and stuff, they, they are uh, some of the top players in the Middle Eastern scene of Rocket League. And uh, they always tweet out how, you know, they're always getting flamed, they're always getting roasted for not being in RLCS, not having an opportunity to be in RLCS. Always complaining, always trying to you know reach out to Sonics to try to get uh, try to get any info on whether or not they're even going to have an RLCS career. And you know I kind of wanted to bring this up because I think I think this is a pretty important topic for Rocket League and just for uh, even any game in general, just having wildcard regions and having other regions that aren't the main regions. Um, you know the Middle East is left out in Rocket League. Sam and OCE are comparable regions to the Middle East, and they are not left out in Rocket League. Um, and so I think we're just going to go over all this right now and just kind of discuss what we think about it. So first of all, just to give some info info on it, uh, Senzo tweeted out a long time ago, uh, I'd say like maybe like six months ago, to adding Epic Games and RL Esports. He said, uh, "Dear Epic Games, dear RL Esports, I have no idea how many times we are all, all all we're asking for is a reason for those five years. I need to know if we'll ever be able to allow to participate. If we will ever be able." Wait, hold on. If we'll ever be allowed to participate, I can't spend another half a decade hoping and consider quitting. No, there's a region waiting. Middle Eastern community. So he's basically adding them saying, listen, guys, we've we spent five years trying to play this game professionally. We, we've been holding on. We've been playing on high ping servers onto Europe. We're a region with talent, and we're looking to expand. We're looking to participate in in the main events, and we we can't because we need your we need your support, and that's what they're saying. Um, and so uh, other regions that compare to them, Sam and OCE, um, are regions that Sonics has indeed focused on. And so for OCE, for example, they have thirty two teams in a double elim bracket for this season for their regional. I'm like, uh, I just got this off Wikipedia. So OCE format is 32 teams double Olim into a 16 team Swiss into a top four double Olim. Sam that seems is so unnecessarily like long. There's like so much to it, yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty long for a region that that we don't even hear too much about. We don't even know. I can't even list out. No, I I actually don't think I can list out maybe six teams in OCE realistically. And there's 32 well, in this. I can't. I honestly cannot tell you a single three man roster from OCE because they swap like a lot after every season, but I don't yeah. know a single three-man team from OC. I probably but can't also, name the teams. I can, t- I can name the, the like, orgs. I feel like that's just my incompetence, just me saying that, but yeah. um, like I, I don't watch it also because I'm pretty sure it's on like super late at night or something, early morning, something like that. Yeah, no, the time is horrible. Know, I don't know how that time zone works. It's yeah. something, something way off the deep end. Anyway, go on. Yeah, the time zone for OCE is pretty bad. It is, I, really, I literally never see them online except for like 9 a.m. my time. Yeah. Um... And so uh, the SAM format, so OCE's 32 teams into a 16-team Swiss into top four double OLM. SAM format is 16 teams, um, no one gets eliminated, into a top eight single OLM. Wait, or, sorry, what am I saying? Go. What am I saying? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. 16 teams, I think double OLM. I actually don't know if it was Swiss or double OLM into top eight single OLM. Um, and the reason I put these here is because, uh, you know, OCE can get 32 teams, SAM can get 16 teams. And middle the Middle East can't even get; they won't even let one team compete. So, um, you know, in in other games that I know I'm familiar of, there's like League of Legends where they have wild card regions where they have like three teams or four teams come from that region to come to Worlds, and you know every every region is uh, able to participate at least somewhat 
Um, so I'm really surprised they if they're gonna include you know the Middle East, maybe they should even expand to to Japan. They should include other regions as well. Um, like I don't Asia. see a region not to. Yeah, I don't see a re- a reason not to. I know the I know the Japan scene is huge, so I'm guessing all of Asia probably is pretty big as well. But um, Sam. Sam and OCE have 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 RLCS. Middle East, Asia don't. Um, I think I think they probably should, considering how much wasted talent there is. Um, you know, uh, uh, I, I there's, I, I forgot. I don't know if Chad knows. Wasn't there like a CS:GO team that did really well, Chad? That from like a wild card region. Um, that, like, yeah, I think there was an Asian team that kind of popped off in Counter Strike. Wasn't wasn't Tyloo? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that was. Oh, it, yeah. Howdy. Yeah. Damn, Damn, I can't believe you remembered that. Wow. How'd you? How'd you? Are, remember they, that are one? they still around? I'm not sure. I don't follow Counter Strike too much anymore. But I, I wonder what, like, what is keeping them from expanding to these regions? It, it has to be some, some sort of legal issue, right? Like, why? That's why the why only would they thing not, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, maybe like they like can't find tos like tournament organizers right to run these things or like maybe there's not enough of a of a grassroots like community there that can help like you know because will work with like whoever's local to then establish these these uh these sort of communities and and run the tournaments right so there has to be some sort of like legal barrier i'm assuming that or like hoops that it's just a little too hard for them to jump through i do you guys know why they you know wouldn't have tournaments or or I feel something like, uh, for these regions i feel like it could be that like some sort of legal issue but i think just the main problem is is that these people have been playing for like five years thinking they'll oh like i don't even know how long it could be probably like season i don't know when did they add sam probably like season four or five maybe like six five yeah. or six something like that and then like emmy's like oh like oh we're next we're next um you know season five goes by then six seven eight like it just keeps going they're just like they don't hear anything and nothing at there all and no they don't news. know they don't even know like exactly what Senzo's tweet said, he doesn't even know if it's worth it for him to sit there and like keep playing the game because he doesn't know if he's gonna have a chance to even like qualify for worlds or if his region's gonna have any sort of uh like esports scene. So he's sitting there and he feels like he's just wasting his time. Uh, and this isn't just Senzo. Like I'm sure mo- majority of the re- region, yeah, uh, at least that very high level players are going to feel this way as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've seen all their tweets um, all over Twitter. People retweet them all the time. Even NA pros, EU pros, we all retweet it. We try to get them some support. Um, you know, they're a region with a lot of just wasted talent, it feels like. Um, like, to me, it feels like like there's, like, Euro League for basketball. Like, if you follow the NBA, there's, like, a Euro League. And it feels like this yep. is, like, like, a, like, a Euro League that we don't even know anything about. And, like, they're just, like, a bunch of talent sitting there waiting to be, like, you know, shown to the world. And, like, we've already seen, like, highlights of it and glimpses of it from, like, O'Khaled and, um, you know, Senzo and Ahmed. All these 1v1 tourneys that Johnny's been hosting and such and Salt Mine, all that. So, we've seen glimpses of it. We've seen uh, uh, SRG play. We've seen, uh, I think, uh, the the whole region. There actually is, like, some depth of the region, too. Like, I know there's, like, a top, like, two, like, main teams but like, um, like there is depth of the region. I mean, that, otherwise there wouldn't even be like same with OCE. There has to be some depth because there wouldn't be thirty-two teams able to compete without some depth of the region. Yeah, thir- thirty-two teams for OCE seems like a lot. So yeah, like, um, because I don't, I don't watch the region. But regardless, I always feel like I constantly hear about the same two, three teams. Again, I'm not really sure who's on those teams, but I do hear yeah. about the teams themselves. Um, but thirty-two teams seems like a lot for OCE. Yeah, thirty-two. Like I didn't, I didn't even know there was that many players. Like I didn't either. I and it's it's funny because it's like a different format. It's different. It's different format than NA. 
So how many teams go to Worlds then from from uh, from OC? Should well, we don't know yet because they haven't announced anything. But we're, mm-hmm. people are guessing two, I think. Because it used to be two. Is it they they haven't like it's still two? Right. I think people are assuming it's um. I, six, it can't be more than four. It's six NA and EU, and then OC and Sam are getting two, so it'd be sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so, either, yeah, dude, yeah. two that's teams a big, from thirty-two. That's a big tournament for two teams. Yeah, to go through. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, right? And it's like that—that's their whole split. Is just like that. It's it's weird because like NA, NA to give a reference, NA is a thirty-two team double elim into a sixteen team uh, Swiss, I think, and then a top eight single elim. But theirs is a thirty-two team double elim, sixteen team Wait. Swiss, and then top four double elim. Theirs is double elim for their top four. No, ours is ours is the twenty-four team double in bracket. That's it, right? I think I'm like oh, I think I'm looking at last seasons. You're probably looking at our last. This split. is la- this is last splits. Yeah, so oh, ours is, is just a 24 team double in. There's wait, so did theirs did theirs change this split? Because I think I think I got this in from from last split then. <laughs> well, regardless, let me, make sure, let me make sure overview. This is. Winter overview, no thirty-two teams, sixteen team Swiss, single limb eight teams. Yeah, it's it's the same. So there's this season. So theirs does do that. Theirs was the same as last season. Yeah, theirs does that. Okay. Yeah, that's I don't. That seems so like unnecessarily confusing. Maybe they don't stream every game, so they're they're fine to do like they probably don't stream every game, so they're fine yeah. to do like more formats and stuff and make sure the higher higher better team goes through. Um, um, but regardless, something I did want to bring up about the the Middle East scene as well is um, they've had some tournaments like in the past, um, and I'm looking at like the SRG uh, Sandrock Gaming is the team of Senzo Ahmad and Okalad, and I'm looking at some of their winnings, and they played in like the kick- the kickoff, which was in July, and so they ended up winning like nine thousand dollars from this. Um, but there's like there's other teams in here as well that like could be very good as well. Um, like there there is more depth to the region than just this one team. Which again, I, I just like don't understand. Just SRG, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, um, some people had mentioned before about oh why don't why don't SRG just move to EU like just move for it. <laughs> and 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 like they have they have the Oregon. I'm pretty sure they have like a, a dude who is legit willing to do that. I'm pr- like they're. One of them tweeted about this. I don't know if it was Kaladamod Senzo. One of them said, like, oh, yeah, we could do this, but I don't want to abandon my studies for, like, a pipe dream, essentially. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, again, it goes back to, like, they don't really know. Like, they could they could go to EU and, like, try to qualify, but, you know, it's the unknown. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty scary, just moving to EU just to try to qualify. Um, but regardless, like, if Emmy had a scene, they don't have to worry about this, so. And, like, I don't know if this is, like, a hot take, but... It's kind of hard to like complain about you putting in all these these hours and grinding for years to like become a professional Rocket League player when the support's not there, but then also saying that you're not willing to like move to pursue that dream. It's, it's kind of hard to complain about it, like oh, like you guys won't support this region, whatever, whatever. But like, if you like, you could make the jump. Like, if you have that support, you have that infrastructure set, like, make the jump for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, go for it. If, if you really believe in it, it's it's kind of hard to be like, oh, like, can you not just bring this to me? But I could see both sides of it. You well, know what I mean? hold yeah. on. I think 
let me let me look at their age real quick. <laughs> oh, the SRG. I think they're yeah, all well, they're all Cal- of age. Khaled Cal- Cal- is seventeen. Um, Khaled is seventeen. I'm pretty sure when I saw this tweet, it was a few months ago, so they could have been even younger uh, at this point. Ahmed is eighteen. Cal- Ahmed is yeah, 18. Ahmed is 18, uh, Senzo is 19, and Khaled is 17. So yeah. I, I don't know. If you're like that young, mm. I feel like you know, it's a little yeah. bit different. It is pretty difficult. Instead of trying to make leave. that jump. No, it's yeah. like maybe, maybe if they were of age or, and they had that support. Like they had, you know, they had a team house. You might as well take take a go at it. I Take definitely, a swing at definitely. it. I don't see a but like also problem antici- with that. Like anticipating that, that things are going to change in your favor and like putting in all this work like before that happens. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying they're wrong. Like, by any means, am I saying that they're in the wrong? Like, I, I think these regions should be supported. I think if you're having worlds and things like that, you should include the world. I think every region should have a chance. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, you know, these guys are young. It's not that simple. You can't just pick up your life, move somewhere for something that's not not guaranteed, not secure. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I could see kind of both sides of this. I, I think it's complex, but I'm, I'm more so interested into why Cyanix hasn't expanded to these regions, you know? I feel like it's not that hard to like, um, like for League of Legends. I remember when they introduced wildcard regions like Brazil and stuff. Everyone was like, "Oh, this is a joke! Like it's a waste of time." And then those regions came to Worlds and they decimated NA and League of Legends. And everyone was like, "Oh, never mind. These wildcard <laughs> regions are actually good." NA is the wildcard region. NA NA is literally Garbo in EU. They're or, I mean in EU and 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 uh, League of Legends. Everyone thinks it's a joke. So. Yeah. um like i i i even i think this i think emu could be a really good region a contestant re- like, like i remember brazil and csgo just took over csgo out of nowhere like i feel like emu could do that if they wanted to in rocket league it, like probably they really could be that good and we will never know because it's all depends on how you play on a land how you play on low ping these guys are playing on 100 plus ping against eu teams for no prize money for practice because they don't get any opportunity to play in their region um yeah <clears throat> I, I think I a think, lot of it oh you go I think I think they probably going back to what Chad said. I think they probably could move over if they want to give it more of like a realistic chance. I think they're good enough to move over and do well in EU. I don't think that they'll they'll like do bad. But it's like, why are you going to force yourself to compete in an already competitive region when they could just open your region up and allow you to participate at least at least as a wild card to to let your, let let the world show let let the world see what you can show. Yeah. And I think I personally, or not personally, I don't know why I said that, but I think for like Epic or Sonics or whatever, it literally all comes down to money or like the return on their investment or something like that. It could mm-hmm. not even be like a legality thing um, where they're just like, you know what, like there's not, there's not like this big ME fan base, so we don't think we're going to get a lot of money back and it's just going to be a, a money sink. They could think that as well. Right. I mean, that'd be, that'd be a fair assumption. I think, I think they, they, I don't think the return would be that much. I just feel it's a more of like a like a, a fairness thing from Sonics. Like, should they include this this region if other regions are included? Um, yeah. You know, I don't think I feel like Sonics isn't making like a crazy amount off of OCE or Sam. So I feel like there's not really a region that they can't include. I mean, and there's no way they don't have like excess money from Epic Games um, coming in and joining. <laughs> oh them, yeah, from, you know, from some so. Fortnite skins. Yeah, I feel like you literally could just put up a new Fortnite skin that could pay for the entirety of the no, that, that uh <laughs> that new Lachlan skin just came out, so I'm sure they have enough to fund the Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shout, like, shout out Lachlan. Shout out, bro. Take take one skin from Fortnite, let it sell, and then fund Emmy. Like, just I, I feel like they have the resources for it. Uh, nah, and it probably, maybe they'll lose a little bit, more. but but I think it'd be fair to allow uh, that region to play, knowing that they're just sitting there waiting. 
I mean, yeah. maybe it's up to these regions too, like to to take the initiative, right? Because we had it like we'd start off with with North America and Europe, right? And then like South America was like, hey, we have all these really great players. Like you should support our region. And I believe they started running tournaments. I know OCE did. Like they they started running their own tournaments. They started organizing. They they and like it happened in NA too. You know, like when when the game first came out. People started developing these these competitive like esport based communities, and then it's easy for Sinex to tap into that, right? So maybe they just need to hustle a little bit more on their end as far as or organization uh, running things and just getting that community actually started, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, play, it, it looks like uh, like SRG. They're playing in basically one tournament a month. They're mainly mm-hmm. winning. They're mainly Jesus. winning them. And like um, I don't I don't know if these these But regions, that's all they have. These regions that aren't included by by Sonics and Epic, right? I don't know if they're like I don't know their scene at all, right? I have no information on that. Yeah. I they could be doing this already, right? They could be taking the steps, but then that brings me back to like, why is this not supported? Right. Yeah. Um what's interesting that I actually just saw Johnny Boy type in chat was he said that uh OCE and Sam regionals aren't even Sonic supported. They're run by tournament organizers. Right, which is okay. I actually never. So are that. they just are they just funded by Sonics then? They're just, um, they just throw a little bit of money. That makes yeah, sense I'm then. Guessing, actually, I'm guessing if Emmy does not have like a broadcasting team or like a just like a weekly tournament that's run over there because we had like NA had like rival. Um, yeah, well, EU had and NA and EU had like and rival, Astro uh, and stuff, Astro stuff like yeah. that, and then um, Sam had Rocket Street. OCE had like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Sam had like Rockets. We OC had something. I know for sure. They actually had like a scene. So maybe that's what they're actually waiting on. Is just they don't want to do the whole region themselves. That maybe they don't have that much. They, you know, they probably have the money, but they don't have the, the workforce or they don't want to hire a bunch of people just to do this specifically. Yeah. Um, create like the infrastructure of creating an entire scene for ME. Mm hmm. Yeah, which may, which makes sense. It, it, I mean, that does seem pretty difficult in hindsight, uh, making the whole scene, finding terminal organizing everything. But I feel like yeah. Sonic's Epic Games have the money and have the power to do so. So, and I they guess don't even have to go all in necessarily, like off rip, right? Yeah, like just right. get get a couple wild card slots for those regions. Have like somewhat of a smaller tournament with plans for that tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Like have people do the whole like weekend tournament where they're playing a bunch of games all day. And then take those top teams, do a smaller tournament, and then give away a wild card spot to a couple of these regions. Yeah, yeah. And then like, if they see a lot of growth, if they see a lot of support from these regions and in these wild card spots, they don't necessarily have to do well. But if they then in turn do well in worlds, like it can be an, an avenue for them to capitalize on. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't at least try it, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think we've even seen other esports that's worked all the time. You know, they 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 bring in a new region, the region will do decent, and then they'll, they'll develop a scene off of the region, at least showing up at Worlds. Um, so, you know, I, I like to see ME involved in Rock League more, um, you know, even Asia as well. Um, you know, I mean, it is called Worlds, uh, ROCS Worlds for a reason. I think uh, we should have all the regions involved, no matter what scene it is. Uh, there's talent everywhere, so... Rocket is a game that's going to grow a lot in the future, and there's going to be a lot more players coming in soon, especially because of the free-to-play. So I think we should see a scene everywhere eventually. And there should be a wildcard tournament. Hopefully. The dream. <clears throat> yeah. You guys should be a little scared, bro, of that Asian inclusion. If we learn anything from StarCraft... <laughs> <laughs> that APM's going up, bro. You guys the APM. Job, bro. Good luck. Oh, no. 
You're about to get microed out of your mind from Might some Starcraft players. Might be some sleeper teams over there, man. Facts. You never know. 24-year-old Riz ain't going to be able to keep up with them youngins. <laughs> that micromanager from the Starcraft players, bro. It's too much to handle. Uh-huh. Um... But yeah, that kind of covers the whole, uh, you know, other Rocket League regions. Um, you know, we hope that so, we hope that somehow we can get other regions involved. It'd be pretty cool to see. Uh, but yeah, good luck, good luck to Emmy. I hope to see you guys and Asia in uh, in RLCS soon. <clears throat> Hopefully, Sonics would uh, have something in mind coming soon uh, to get you guys involved, and you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The next, and you know, wait, one, before you go on, one little small thing is maybe free to play boosted the player base for these regions, so it's more enticing for them too. Yeah, that was yeah. just a little small thing I thought of, but regardless, yeah, we can move sure. on. Yeah, hundred percent free to play had to have uh, boosted it somewhat. Um, the last topic for today uh, is is youth in esports uh, and Twitch slash YouTube, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know, young people, uh, when you, I remember when I first came into, you know, the YouTube scene, everything, even, even back in the old days, like before Rocket League, when I was on Call of Duty, trick shotting and stuff, it's, uh, you know, when you're younger, uh, you know, it's, it's weird getting involved in this stuff early and it's like a whole new scene that you're not used to. So how do you transition from being, uh, you know, a young high schooler who's, who doesn't, who doesn't know anything about, you know, the esports scene and uh you know youtube and then all of a sudden you know maybe you have a, something pop off a viral video or you start being really good at the game and all of a sudden now you're involved in esports how do you transition from high school uh over to esports and and you know getting getting involved in the world <laughs> wait what <laughs> you mean, actually just overcomplicated that so much yeah a little bit oh <laughs> uh, the the youth in esports overcomplicate no it's not that overcomplicated bro don't so worry we're about talking it. about we're talking about someone that falls into a position where they see a lot of success or a lot of popularity in whatever um you know niche area they're they're kind of into right we're talking about someone who who kind of explodes and has a ton of attention a ton of money something like that and they're they're still a kid right they're they're still you know 16 17 years old right yeah so i think um somebody that's not in the rock league scene that could be like a good great example this is probably like booga or whatever you say that guy's name from fortnite he yeah, won booga. the won the world cup right yeah three million dollar world cup three million dollar okay i didn't know if it was called the world cup but he won the three million dollar world cup so being in that position where you're just you're sitting there you're playing you're playing fortnite every day i think you were signed to an org at this time but and then you just go to this event and you win the whole thing three million dollars in your pocket and you're like world renowned on twitch not world renowned but you know twitch renowned like everybody knows you on twitch now at least in fortnite everybody knows you and you have so much attention coming your way at this point um I was mainly thinking about like what kind of effects this might have on a person. And this is something you see with like celebrities as well. And I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's stretching with like a comparison, but you know, Justin Bieber might be one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but like, hold on. How are you comparing this? Are you saying like Booga's going to turn into like a tattooed? like no 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 i'm not saying saying that at all i'm not saying that at all what all i'm all i'm saying is um some of these people they just get thrown into this situation and it's it's very odd to them because they're still 15 years old or whatever um they're still growing up and you might need to for a lot of them they might need to feel like they're a role model to other people or other you you become a role model to other people but you're still 15 yourself and you're still looking up yeah. to other people does that make sense 
Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I don't know. I, I think, like, the, this situation is becoming more and more prevalent in our industry, right? I, I feel like it comes down to to the, the family, right? The family behind the kid and, and the people they're surrounding themselves with. I think it's up to them to sort of guide the, these kids and keep them grounded to to an extent. Um, I mean, you just don't have the the decision making capabilities of of an adult you're just, at that age you're not fully developed like your brain is still developing yeah yeah so i mean i don't know it's it's hard to say uh, i think it depends on like how that goes depends on a lot about the the environment they're in and the people they're surrounding themselves with and if they're not necessarily surrounding some, themselves with the best people right it it can go kind of bad and i can't like the pressure that that comes with that is, is something that they're not equipped to handle yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I don't know, it's, it's definitely, like, it's definitely an interesting topic. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I got to say on that. It's, I mean, it's, I, it's scary. I, I, it's it's gotta be scary says, to be in that position. Uh, you know? I mean, I just want to say, like, you're kind of thrown into the lion's den early. Like, like even, I'm not going to say, I'm not, like, boo good level or anything, but I'm just saying, like, when I first started streaming and everything, right, like, you know, you see comments of people saying like, um, like you know, they 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 wait for your streams, like to start. They wait to watch you. People that constantly come back and like they're just like constantly looking for your streams for entertainment and something they come back to daily, right? It's like a, yeah. like a safe haven for them. Um, at that age, at fifteen, like I feel like you don't even understand that. That's not even a thing. Like I never like even even like this week, I didn't I didn't I barely streamed this week. I streamed for like one. I streamed literally the last two hours is when I streamed this whole week. And this whole week of streaming every day, I would literally sit here and I would like think about starting my stream and I just wouldn't. And then I would be like, damn, dude, I feel bad for anyone that's waiting for me to start streaming because I'm, I'm just not streaming. And at that age, I imagine being him and he has so many little kids looking up to him, so many little kids waiting to watch him. And 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 you're just like trying to come out and produce content and, and be a good player at your game and it's so hard to do at that age constantly without having pressure on your back. So this is something that I kind of learned later, right? Like even this week, I'm 23 years old, 24 and 24 now. And I, I'm still like, you know, damn, I feel bad for not streaming this week. Um, and that's like something small as a role model. He's, he's someone that won $3 million in the biggest game in the world right now. So that's, it's, it's, yeah. it's insane mm-hmm. to compare the two. Yeah. Well, we, no, it wasn't even specifically about Booga himself. I just feel like he was a really good example. And this could he be a solid example. Yeah. This could yeah, this could be just about anybody. Like if we can think of um somebody in, in Rocket League, maybe maybe like Squishy or something. I I just say Squishy or or even like Musty. Even Musty because I'm Musty's pre- a good example. How, how old is Squishy? He's like nineteen, twenty? Twenty. Musty's uh sorry. No, no Squishy. Uh, Squishy's nineteen. I think nineteen. Right. Yeah, so that I'll that's still check. pretty young and like I'm sure he understands because Squishy is pretty pretty mature. Um, and I'm sure Musty understands too, but I feel like you, you, you get thrown into this position where you're just like, okay, like, well, okay, uh, Musty didn't really stream that much, um, but he, he did YouTube and it's kind of like this, this position where, um, okay, these p- people rely on me to keep uploading videos or to keep streaming. And like you said, it's like a, a safe haven for a lot of them. And it's just, I like, I, I don't know how to, I feel like I don't know how to explain it. Um, it, it is something hard way. to explain. It's like touchy. It's like a weird subject because yeah. it, it involves like the viewers and you like being able to work together to like produce good stuff because the viewers are like a lot of your your content like you need your viewers to like 
back you up and stuff and like show you support. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You, I don't. I wouldn't say you need that. I think if you're looking to go into content creation and like things like that, I think it, it you might need it then at that point, right? But I think there's a there's like the whole factor of like there's so much pressure, and and they don't understand how to deal with it. I mean, even even at our level, like we're a bit older, we're a bit more developed, like, and we've been doing this for a while, right? It's not like you don't feel it when you're playing bad. It's not like you don't realize you're streaming and you make a mistake and, and you know it happens, right? But it's a, it's about developing and becoming more equipped to deal with these scenarios and move past it mentally and, and kind of go, you know, like being able to pick yourself back up and keep on moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really easy to not, like... At that age, bro, like think about when we were 16, 17 years old. We're in high school. We're like we, Minecrafter. We, we spill something <laughs> on our shirt, you know, and we're walking around school all day with it. Like then we're like, oh my God, like I looked like such an idiot. I feel like such a you know, like everyone fucking knows That's I'm the guy with that shit on my shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you you put this person in like instead of it being that simple and cut and dry, you're putting this person under a microscope to the world. And then they have to broadcast their content, right? To like try to get into this career. And it is being viewed like that by not just your high school, but the entire world. Anyone who has any interest in this game, anyone watching you. And that sort of pressure is is something that's it's it's really hard to even describe, right? I feel like that was the best way to put it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, I think you nailed that one. And also, um, at like 15, 16, whatever, let's just say Booga again. Um, this dude probably all he wants to do is just play Fortnite, right? That's yeah. all he really cares about is just getting good at Fortnite. So he's not really thinking about like uh, you know, oh, maybe I have to be a role model or a good person. Like I'm sure he's a great person. I don't actually watch his stuff, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he, he's not really thinking about that. He just wants to play Fortnite most of the time, I, I'd imagine, or just other stuff, or just do fun stuff with his friends. So you're, you're never really thinking about those things. Um but kind of moving on just a little bit is I, I put a note here that says Ninja is a great example of this um, because he ended up doing. Oh, actually, this is more so like the Twitch side of it instead of like the um, people in esports. This is just Ninja being um, a great example because he switched to doing PG streams when he was still playing Fortnite. And he said the reason he did this was because anytime someone would come up and ask him if he was Ninja or like, oh, my God, it's Ninja. It was almost always like a 9, 10, 11 year old, you know, anything like that. Just somebody very young would come to him and this the youth now is more so the spectator right so these i don't want to say 10 year olds because it seems like i'm trying to i'm being it rude, seems but like, like a troll these, but no these, they really yeah, are these like 10. literal 10 year olds are like watching um your content or his content or whatever and now you're you're in the position where you're talking to it, it's very so weird, very dude. young people right to think about yeah it's it's a it's very so weird, weird thing yeah. because all you see is like a username and when you give a sarcastic comment, they might not understand that yeah. <laughs> it was even sarcasm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like imagine being in Ninja's position, dude. Like it's such a it's such a like honestly, it's so hard to like. He, dude, this dude has the whole world of gamers just yeah. watching him, like it, from any age range. And it's like you know he has to find a way to reach all audiences and and you know i mean and obviously the man is a very controversial person to talk about he's definitely had some drama behind him and you know i'm not, i don't know the man personally um but you know i will respect uh the grind and you know how much he uh he puts into his brand 
um you know being able to go pg changing your streams are completely like that it's not easy it's it's, it's pretty actually pretty difficult i can't i can't mm-hmm. imagine just like like ninja before had like what how many viewers chad you you watched you knew a lot of twitch he had like what one two thousand viewers back yeah, in the day I've known, on I've like known ninja for for a long time yeah you knew, you knew hey, I've, I've known the blev that's what i'm saying yeah chad chad's known him right so chad he didn't he didn't have too many viewers right he was I, like, I actually i watched him before fortnite as well yeah he would yeah he would curse all the time he was a halo yeah. guy he hit his stride in uh, h1z in a bit and then uh definitely capitalized on on the PUBG hype and then yeah. that's when he and that's when he ended up going Fortnite and then Blew becoming like up. legitimately famous, not like the the biggest famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Legitimately a household name. Like red carpet into. famous. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, I mean you guys can keep talking. I'm gonna grab something real quick that I just fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I already know what he's getting. But we know no, what he's it, getting. It, um I don't think I don't know, dude. I I think uh like he kind of I understand like why he went sort of PG mode because when you're then going out in real life and everyone that comes up to you or talks Dude. to you or like is like oh like I you know I'm a fan of you is 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 a kid you know what I mean it's it's hard to then sit on stream and. I can't take this seriously. Okay. I'm sorry, dude. For those I of you can't. listening, uh, Rizzo right. now has his ninja headband and blue hair. Dude, oh my, like, so embarrassing. Feel free to you check out the off, stream on bro. YouTube uh, if you want to yeah. see this. If this, you're this, a very Spotify Apple listener, I do have my ninja headband on now. <laughs> but seriously, listen, this dude is such a household name. I bought his headband with hair on it. Like his blue hair. crazy. And you I love this products, thing. This thing's so cozy. You can literally find his stuff dude, at Walmart and Target. Like, I'm not going to yeah, lie. You can. That oh. was pretty gigabrain to change his hair to blue. I'm not going to lie. Because he, that like became his thing. Now. He doesn't even dye it anymore. I don't even know if he does. But. Oh, he changed it back to normal? Well, yeah. I mean, even... He's gone a couple back different ways normal. with it. Yeah, it was yeah. red at one point too. I mean, you I, see when the it was blue red? is the OG though. No, I didn't. Yeah, the, the blue is the OG for yeah, sure. Blue is the OG. Yeah, yeah, with that. Um, but he doesn't even. Um, speaking of like changing his stuff, he doesn't even do the PG streams anymore. From what I know, right. he's just a Valorant streamer. And he just does his own thing. Like he doesn't care anymore. He just does whatever. He kind of really? did it in like in when that big boom happened, right? He was like, okay, maybe I should make this change, and I could understand that, like seeing and running into people most majority of your fans coming up to you are our kids are really young kids yeah and kind of having that realization in in real life you know what i mean it 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 could affect you and make you want to go that route i think the issue was like then he 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 then started playing with like you know travis scott and like drake and whoever who are the drake thing was so funny saying the n-word like doing like (laughs) very very much so not pg but then he was telling all his streamer friends who swear a lot that he can't play with them because he's trying to be pg i think that's where he got a lot of backlash for that yeah i totally understand that move going pg if if you're running into fans like that and just in general a business decision like Fortnite is primarily driven by kids really young kids yeah, I, mean, I feel like, like I could rise a, a business decision. I 100% could respect This is that, a yeah. funny comparison, but it's like, it's like rule one. It's like, you know, is, are you guys going to tell the man to, to keep rule one-ing instead of going to play with Drake and Travis Scott and have him say whatever the fuck you want on your stream? Or are you going to tell mm-hmm. this man to keep rule one-ing and just like not grow his stream and not become a multimillionaire and not become a, a worldwide sensation on all platforms? You know, it's like, I'll uh, like, screw the rule one, bro. I'm trying to get paid out here. So that, that's that's the ninja mentality. Mm-hmm. And I hate, I hate that people like, 
I hate that people say he like, oh, like Ninja changed. Because, you know, like I was saying, I, I've known Ninja for a, a pretty long time. Wait, it's not like, please it's not address, like him, address him by the blev, please. The blev, the blev sorry. Blev. The blev. You've known the blev for Richard a long time. Blev. Blev. I, you know, I've known him for a while. We're not like super good homies or anything. But, you know, we, we have a lot of mutual friends. We've played some games together in, in our past. And, and like, dude, to say the Ninja has changed is like, Kind of, like right obviously like his lifestyle has changed he makes a ton more money he's very successful so of course he's going to grow and change a little bit as a human mm -hmm. but like at his core bro he is the same he was always this very like over the top like ragey he'll talk that shit like bro he's the same man like he yeah. has not changed as much as people want to be like oh dude like ninja you changed bro like if yeah that's <laughs> something people always try to use in like a negative context like talk about people that have found success and i don't think that's true at all yeah no i agree gotta respect it yeah, I mean, Ninja Ninja kind of like... I mean, I think he changed a little bit in the sense that he became more PG, but aside from that, he still is kind of the same. Like, even his late-night streams are, like, back to normal. He just, like, goes and, like, curses everyone and just, like, messes around. And it's like, that's that's what gaming is all about. <laughs> that's what um, gaming's all about. It really like... is. That really is. You know, you know, like, you know uh, this is a side thing, but you know how... You know how Dr. Lupo got famous? He literally, like, threw a nade at Ninja, and Ninja, like saw the clip, saw the death cam, and was like, oh, that nade was insane. And then just, like, talked to Dr. Lupo, and that's it. They became friends. I'm pretty sure that's literally how Dr. Lupo was made. That's Wait, literally bro. what I heard. That word for word, that's what Rogue told me. That I remember, that's I remember, some big talk, bro. I, I remember Rogue, Rogue was like, Rogue was like, all it took was some luck for Dr. Lupo, and he became famous. That's all. That's what they told me. Then like, they, well, they showed me. The I mean, clip that's arguably him. for literally anyone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. I mean, Twitch, speaking like, of something like that, that was like myth when he won v one Summit. And yeah, someone yeah, said, yeah. Someone always says, "I made your career myth." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Like that. I mean, that's another scenario. I actually feel like that clip kind of popularized myth a lot in the beginning. Like, like no one would have heard about myth if it wasn't for someone being like, "Wow, this kid's cracked." Like, you know, he played really well against me. Yeah. So, I think that kind of covered I everything. That covers it. Yeah. I think the last thing I want to just end off with is, uh, you know, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? You know, how's you, how's you guys Thanksgiving gonna go? You know what I'm saying? Oh man, I don't know, bro. I'm over here in Vegas. The family's all in Ohio still. Uh, with COVID and everything happening in Ohio, is like Ohio's going crazy right now with all that stuff. So. I don't plan on making a trip home, unfortunately. You know, I'd like to see the fam and some friends, but I mean, there's just too much going on right now. Yeah, you know, just gonna just gonna hold it down. Probably be streaming throughout yeah, the mean, holiday, just chilling. You know, you could drive we're, up to San Diego if you the, want. Uh, you know, nice little feast with the San family. Diego. Yeah, come over with the fam. We'll treat you nice, Chad. You know. Oh, maybe I'll I got down, you, bro. That's I got a quick you. little drive. <laughs> I got oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make you some nice turkey, baby. Don't worry. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> what was she doing, Rizzo? Was she making any food? Either of you guys making any food? Uh, we're. Well, I'm not. I'm not making anything. I don't yeah. cook. But yeah, yeah. we're gonna have a. You can. You actually. I didn't even know this. You could like. You could basically order a Thanksgiving meal. From where? Like, you can just. You can just do that now. Uh, the Boston, Boston Market. Market. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, I called it. Oh my but god, yeah. I called it. 
like I, I don't think we were gonna do anything, but my dad was like, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy you guys like Thanksgiving stuff." So, hey, Boston Market, hey, hey, that's yeah. kind of the flame. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind <laughs> of. The I've market. never, I've never had yes, anything like bro. that. So, I never it's kind of flame. Sponsor the podcast. We love your food. We would eat hey. some delicious food on the podcast and talk all about it. You know, if you want to send us some. You know hey, give me your cornbread. <laughs> hey, throw, throw me a couple pounds of your cornbread. Hey, we're good, dog. You know? So, um, yeah, I mean, good to hear you. I'm making, I'm making some, like, scalloped potatoes for Thanksgiving. You know, I always cook something for the fam. I either mm-hmm. do dessert or I do, like, a dish. I think I'm going to do scalloped potatoes this year. Do you guys so. usually do, like, a whole extended family thing or just kind of, like, you guys at the house? We always do extended family, but uh, not this year. Not this year. This year right, we're just doing yeah. like you know, look, Corona swag a little too, uh, a yeah, little too right, scary yeah. right now. You know, you don't want to deal with all that swag. <laughs> why, do you, why do you keep saying it like that? <laughs> swag. Why don't you say something normal? Swag, bro. Uh, I just wanted to get it out there. You know. All right. Well, I think that's about it for the biz, guys. You know. That's a wrap. I mean, were, were we going to talk about content houses at all? Or is that nah, like, where's nah, next week? Where's that? a little That's teaser for next, for next week? week for maybe, next you know, week. We talk about some content houses. Oh, I see where's oh, I see where's right there. Okay. I mean, you want, nah, you want wait, to? Wait, you want we to we, we can week. do that. No, we don't have anything there. A little we teaser. Well, we'll give them a little teaser. A little taste, you know. Didn't we already talk about that with Avery? Avery kind of was in a content house. True. We can get him back on. Yeah. The the do's, but mainly the don'ts of content houses with Avery. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, that's the biz, chat. That's, that's the biz. Hey, that's the biz. Thank, thank, you, everyone, thank you, everyone, for listening on Apple and Spotify. Make sure to leave a review uh, if you enjoyed the podcast. You know, everyone listening on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, subscribe. Everyone on Twitch, you know, follow uh, to uh, watch the podcast. We'll be live every Monday at 9.30 Eastern time. Um... And yeah, where 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 are we live at? Uh uh oh, twitch.tv slash sizz. We're live. Twitch.tv slash live. We're live. Sizz. Sizz. S I Z Z. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's about it. Uh, we appreciate everyone coming by. And uh, you know, see you guys next time. I'll take a I'll do I'll do a nice little I'll do a shot for the stream to end it. You know, I'll go full face cam shot. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do a nice little I'm not gonna lie, Chad. You told me to get a drink, and after I, I literally started feeling tipsy like thirty minutes ago, and oh, I was yeah. like, "Oh, oh shit!" SI is kicking oh. in, you know. <laughs> I've been waiting to go get another one. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's start some music. Let's play some Isaac at fixation. You know, let's chill. Oh yeah, yeah. Fixate. We always got to end it on the fixation. We actually really got to get Isaac to make us a song for the stream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd probably be pretty good. He could All produce right. our intro outro song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, they actually gave me a leaving suit, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, there, there it is. Hey. Uh, I'll do a shot, though, anyway. Hold on. He just pops it over. No problem. Dude, there's not... See, I see. Okay, okay. It's a rock. Not the boys. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. You know, hey, hit us up, mate. You know? Hey, not sponsored, but you know, I'm just saying my dad has his own tequila. If you want to buy my dad's tequila, missionliquor.com. Buy my dad's tequila. You know what I'm saying? Or he's shout out. Hey, cheers, shout out.
I can't see no free promo. No free promo, dude. Slowing my pace at a faster rate. This life by man, and I'm saying, Oh, wait, I know this shit would make me feel like I actually I visually cringe watching you drink that. That was kind of nice. That was kind of nice. Maybe I should go back to the pad. Maybe I smoke too much with a pad. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Love you guys. See you in the next one. See you next time. Bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.